And a warm welcome to all of you. Thank you for joining us here for another live episode of Conversations with Michael. And as I look out from our home studio, we have another beautiful sunny day here. Well, I should say summer day. For whatever reason, the clouds have showed up. But it is one of those days when you can just feel, sense that kayak sitting in the garage calling you to come play or just relax while floating down a nearby river or in a nearby lake. And I have a feeling it's not going to stop calling us until Coconut and I decide to do something about that. So wherever you might call home, let yourself feel a deep sense of love for the life you have chosen for yourself. And if you're not feeling that, maybe we can offer a little guidance here today, a little more support to help you to reclaim the joy as a conscious creator of your own experience. And as we do every time we come together in this way, let's take that deep breath. And just feel into all the energies that are here for one reason, to be of service to all of you, whether that be your own soul, or of course, in my case, whether that be the presence of Kethra, my soul, and my oversoul or eternal self called Michael. Many of you know Michael is the Archangel Michael, but this is the creator Michael who gave birth to the Archangel. So breathing helps to ground all the energies that are here in service to all of us. It plays a major role in our own work. And perhaps like a lot of you, I became aware of the art of breathing and its impact on my own life while practicing Kundalini yoga at a very young age. But I continue to use the breath as a way to help bring me back to this now moment. A conscious breath always helps me to acknowledge what am I feeling? Followed by a deep inhale, in-breath, which allows me then to receive my own energy. It's such a simple but very, very important choice. To consciously embrace the art of being in receivership of the light of your own soul. To consciously embrace the art of being in receivership of the light of your own soul. Let's do that together one more time. Feeling your own energy. And as you breathe in, now supporting the life you have created for yourself. Very good. You know, we could talk all day about the concepts, the different theories, or even the physics involved with creating your own reality. But until it becomes a tangible, physical, full-body experience, it tends to stay trapped in the mind. 
and as the energies on this planet continue to expand in ways that, well, that feel new to a lot of people, to most people, it becomes really important, essential, to stay connected to your own energy. That kind of connection, the conscious breath represents, well, at least to us, self-mastery at its best. To consciously choose how you, and only you, prefer to experience your life. Now, of course, there is the human part that only knows what it knows. And then there is this part called the soul. That part, for the most part, has been greatly filtered by our human part. So a lot of you that have allowed your soul to now be a part of your life during the last few years and of late, the last couple of months, it would be natural for your human self to feel a little overwhelmed by the growing presence of your soul, that part of you that does embody the light of creation. And there's no way to get around that fact. The light of creation is immense, dynamic. This is the part of us that creates everything in our life. But to the human self, the light of your soul can actually feel overwhelming, which then can create a little anxiety, a little tension in your physical body. Then you compound that with the presence of the Christ light well, it would be natural for your human part to begin to question its own reality and its willingness to allow your soul to now be even more present. So yes, breathing is a really good thing. Let's do that again. Because we can sense how a lot of you are feeling right now. And it's okay. It's okay. It's why we are also here at this time to act as supports to each other. But as sovereign creators of our own experience, during the most intense transformation this planet has ever experienced. Because now we're not just talking about the presence of your soul if it has become a part of your day-to-day -day reality, but you're also feeling alongside of that, the collective consciousness of this human family. And that can feel like a magnet trying to pull you into a more plugged in type of experience with them. So many people needing your energy, not their own, your energy to also support them. 
because the majority of human beings have yet to experience what most of you that are watching today's session have allowed. And if they did, it could be very confusing. If you're perceiving reality as something that is just happening to you. So from our perspective, speaking as my soul, Kethra, and my oversoul, Mikael or Michael, and that, my friends, is a very important distinction to make. We're not talking about the soul as a concept or an idea in our service to all of you. There comes a time inside of this human soul experience when it is time to stop talking about your soul and to start talking as it. We have the honor of serving those who have said yes to such an invitation. Because it takes a lot of courage to acknowledge the human part and to accept it for what it is. And for the most part, an identity that is solely based on this human experience during this lifetime. You know, if you asked this part of you, the human part, what were you doing prior to this lifetime? It hasn't a clue. Stop asking it because it didn't exist. <laughs> so the willingness to allow your soul to share its wisdom, to share its insights and its compassion inside of this human experience with you, and to not call it a channeled message, that's a huge leap. That choice breaks down so many barriers, so many walls your human self has created to protect itself from what appears to be to it outside of itself. But what have a lot of you discovered? Your soul is really good at filling in those empty pages of your life. It's already a master at creating its own reality. It's a master at manifesting whatever it desires to experience by attracting to it all the energies it needs to fulfill that passion. And for those of you that have taken that deep dive into your own inner reality and now have awakened to this very presence, this represents for a lot of you the most challenging experience you've ever had as a human being. Because it's not so easy for that human part, is it? to get in the passenger seat of your life. Not in the back seat, but to now coexist with your soul side by side. It's not so easy to shift the role it has been playing your whole life. To now be of service to the part of you that was the one that incarnated 
this represents a huge shift. And if you've been following our service, you already know the story behind why your human feels as it does and why the soul stepped back at a very young age while placing one foot in this physical reality and the other in the non-physical realms. So your awakening helped to reveal that your soul was present, is present, very present. And most of you, from your human perspective, spent a lot of years sharing, processing, and trying your best to now allow this other part of you to now play a part in what your human self considers to be its life. And that exposed a lot of issues, a lot of problems that need to be healed or solved from your human perspective. We get it. We truly get it. It hasn't been easy. And for many of you, it still isn't. We're not so sure that it will ever feel easy being a human being, in part because being inside of a physical reality, that too isn't exactly natural to your soul. So what did your soul do? <laughs> it started to initiate <clears throat> with the help of those in the non-physical realms in alternate reality what we call a quasi-physical reality. We know that for some of you, this sounds like pure science fiction, something you might watch in a Star Trek episode. But that would also deny the impact that the light of your soul or any soul being has on any given reality. So such a choice to now exist inside a quasi-physical reality, that choice has brought to the forefront an awareness, a much deeper understanding of your light body, which embodies what? What have you noticed? Indeed, both the doing and being parts of you. We go into much more detail about all of this in our latest class, The Living Christ, including two guided journeys on how to embrace the art of being in receivership, to finally get over those abundance issues and to just receive. Receive what? Receive you, your own light. So the embodiment of Christ consciousness as a human being is an incredibly rare experience for any human being. A few witness such a feat from being in the presence of the one you call Buddha and of course Yeshua. 
both of them offered a living example of the Christ light in motion and its impact on their human identity, just like all of you are experiencing for yourself. Their human part, Siddhartha and Jesus, were also challenged to allow their divine parts, Yeshua and Buddha, to be a part of their human experience. So they shared their own unique experience. And of course, with any story, take what speaks to your heart and let the rest go. Now you are experiencing the second coming of Christ consciousness on this planet in a very tangible way and with additional support. It's not an easy thing to do to allow such a presence to be present. A lot of extreme measures have been practiced by others just to make that experience feel real. And believe it or not, the art of allowing represents perhaps one of the most graceful choices. And because so many of you have allowed your soul to now be present, your collective energy has attracted to this physical reality the Christ light for all of humanity to feel, whether you're here or not. You would think, my friends, there would have been a parade in the streets celebrating the freedom to finally be a divine human being. But perhaps for many, in a really new way, radically different from how all the others before you have owned this presence. So the Christ light now acts like a lamppost anchored to this sacred ground called earth, radiating a light that has only been seen and felt on this planet by a few human beings. Now this very presence that played a significant role in the stories of both Yeshua and Buddha is now radiating a light 24-7 for all of humanity to feel. But who is actually feeling it? How many human beings are even aware of how to sense energies? And what does Christ consciousness in and of itself represent? It represents, my friends, a state of consciousness that hasn't separated the being part of reality from the doing part. They now coexist, which translated into a human experience. That would mean that the heart and mind, the male and female, the light and dark, are no longer perceived 
as being polar opposites to each other. It represents an opportunity to experience reality outside the perception of what you consider to be right and wrong. And to most human beings, that is as foreign to them as an alien being from another planet. And yet, there are a few that indeed have experienced this presence and it has radically shifted their life. So for some, it offers an incredible opportunity to not only ascend from a very limited state of consciousness, but to also experience your true freedom, a type of freedom that does allow the heart and mind, the being and doing part, to coexist in a mutually respectful existence. But here on earth and beyond with your light body, well, let's just say it another way. Both here on earth and beyond with your light body. And that is what we are witnessing in our own experience and with those that we have the honor of serving. And as I, Michael, have said many times, you can never stop being. You can pretend, you can try, but you still exist. You can never stop being, but you can't stop doing anytime you want. Anytime you want. Which simply means you can try not to be you. You can pretend for as long as you like not to be the original self with your name on it. That represents a quality of freedom that was gifted to all of us as facets of the original self. Pretending not to be this is what most of humanity now calls normal. Can you feel that inside of you? Indeed you do. It's why so many of you that we are working with or working with others like us have always felt weird being human felt like there wasn't anything to connect to here in this human experience. In fact, if you chose to stop playing that very game, pretending not to be the original self, what have you noticed? You're called deluded or just weird. So my friends, as hard as you've tried, <laughs> You really can't be anything but your true self. Unless, of course, you enjoy pretending that you're not that. And if you are, then what you are doing with your life is a reflection of that choice. Now you're looking for all kinds of energy and support from outside of being you. So when we embrace 
our original identity as being that too? It's very natural to feel a backlash from the parts of us that were pretending not to be that. We call that resistance. And that is why so many find it so hard just to be themselves, just to be your divine self. Because that resistance can take on many forms. But if your passion to be true to your divine self is greater than the resistance, what happens? Your beingness starts to reveal itself, but from within you, inside of you. Because the being part of us will not, will never push its way into our life. Its natural state of grace simply won't allow it to do that. Nor will it do battle with the doing part. But if it is allowed, its purity has a way of ensuring that all is well inside of your creation. No matter what you're going through, But what have you discovered in this new relationship with your own beingness? Indeed, it requires a degree of honesty that is very rare. A willingness to acknowledge those parts of you that are pretending not to be the divine too. Those parts that got stuck inside a game called playing the victim, where you believe that life in all forms is just happening to you. You had nothing to do with it. Let's take another deep breath and breathe you, the non-physical version of you. What comes with that is your own energy. You've been waiting for this Every single lifetime, now it is here. Now it is here because you've allowed yourself to receive it. Now's the time to receive you. Stop processing everybody else's energy through your physical body. It's just going to hurt. Big time. You want to help other people? Shine your light while you're breathing you and only you. And for those of you that have been participating in that choice, thank you, thank you for helping to restore the flow of energy that has been stuck on this planet for a very long time. Now, where were we? Oh, yes, again, pretending not to be divine. So life as a human being finally starts to make sense when you finally stop playing all these games. <clears throat> but it doesn't make it any easier, does it, to coexist with the collective consciousness of this human family. That, for the most part, 
have been pretending they're not the original self too for a very, very long time. They forgot it's just the game they were playing, playing on themselves. The pain and the suffering, the lack of support, all that became normal for most human beings. But now we have this divine lamppost anchored to this planet. How does that impact this game? Well, that too is completely open to how every single human being chooses to experience it. If you're pretending that such a presence exists outside of you, you might not ever recognize this Christ light. But the radiance from this lamppost and your own light can help to inspire people to finally begin to look within. To just stop thinking long enough to start feeling, even if for but a moment. They might feel something new. They might experience a sense of hope and well-being. They might hear the song of a bird making its way into their own awareness, reminding them that beauty does indeed exist everywhere and that the sacred is alive and well and is present. But what the sacred doesn't do is it won't fight back. It doesn't push against anything. It just takes another form without losing its own light. Just like all of you that have awakened to your being part, you too have taken another form in this lifetime. You're still a human being, but you now support yourself inside a new story. One that doesn't attract to you experiences from pretending you're not the divine incarnate. You can never not be that. <laughs> or oh, you have tried really, really hard for a variety of reasons. And from that choice, you discovered pain, self-doubt, worry, and concern. But with each passing day, the real you started to emerge from the very depths of this old story. So your human family, in its own way, they'll begin to experience what you're feeling right now. Perhaps for many of them, it will take several lifetimes before they choose to walk out of that old game. And it is a game that you're playing on yourself. But for now, millions who do respond to this light will indeed impact this collective reality in ways that will honor life on this planet in a way that has never been seen before. First, by honoring oneself. Just because they can, 
They don't need anybody's permission just because they can. Such a potential is just as real as any other potential or probability or opportunity. They will stop looking for the source of life outside of themselves. They will stop following those that preach such a perspective. They will relate to the being part as being more female-like, which will influence leadership roles on the planet, both in your government and in your business. The problems that face your planet right now more than likely will increase, but the response to them will also increase. As so many of your new leaders just don't have the appetite or the desire for playing all those power games, no matter what the gender is. And what many have feared will begin to materialize. Woman, from all backgrounds, will begin to step forward, but in a new way not by becoming more mindful or male-like. They will be known by their own natural intuitive abilities to serve the, from the heart with a great deal of passion and joy, but without a sword, without the need to do battle. But they will need your support. And what supports them? Your light. Your light. There will be incredible advancements during the next two decades in science, in medicine, all related to the health and well-being of your physical body. The human species, my friends, is changing in a very dramatic way that might appear foreign to most human beings living today. But it's time, is it not? It's time for those who are choosing to incarnate into this planet not to buy, be burdened by the history of the human experience, which has always been a part of the biological body. And finally, the conflicts between people and nations will, lo will no longer be tolerated no longer be tolerated. And those that initiate such things will be counseled. <laughs> they need counseling. They need help. And help will be provided. All of these are real possibilities. But without the light of consciousness, Humanity is without the support it needs in a very basic way, in some ways more than food and water. Without the light of your own soul, how do we say this more clearly? Nothing exists. All bets are off. Those of you that we have been working with all these years, 
the role you play might be very different. Much like so many of you that have relied on the energetic presence of your non-physical angelic friends over all these different lifetimes, you are now these angels incarnated. And your light is needed now more than ever. Are you breathing in your light consciously throughout your entire day? Is the breath that is breathing in doing more than breathing in oxygen? Are you allowing, are you receiving from your soul its light to support the changes in your life, to support the changes in your physical body, to support your light body. We understand that some of you have valid concerns about the future of a growing digital reality, but your light can also touch the hearts of those that would restrict the amount of control AIs can have on your life. But as this relates to a digital reality from your mind's perspective, if the name of the game is to pretend you're not the original self too, the mind will gladly pretend to be the real you, constantly looking for ways to improve itself, looking for energy outside of itself to support it. Some of your concerns about control from using AIs, that control has been present in a biological form for a very long time. Those concerns will all come up the moment you choose to express yourself as a soul being. And you will discover that your mind isn't programmed to work against you. Like you, you got lost in the game you're playing with yourself. So the freedom that every fully awakened human being desires, and the freedom that every single human being desires, will always appear to be one step in front of you, There'll always be one more cause to fight for if you're looking for this freedom outside of you. So the choice comes down to being very simple. To be or not to be. Be what, you ask? You, of course. The non-physical version of you, of course the divine part of you. My friends, we know that the intensity of these times can be a little hard to deal with. We get it. But so much of the pressure some of you are now experiencing is your own resistance to walk out of this game you've been playing with yourself. Are you breathing you? Are you inhaling, allowing, and receiving your light? 
And if not, then you're still playing the old game. You're still stuck in the human issues. You're still stuck in those abundance issues. Home is indeed calling you to come home. But you won't find it in the stars. Home is inside of you, inviting you to receive the gift that was handed down eons ago. And when you do, the being and doing parts, they become true lovers. And then a new story begins. A new life for you begins. Thank you, my friends. This is indeed your time. There is no tomorrow if you don't embrace the opportunity of a lifetime today. We're looking forward to our next gathering with a lot of you. In service to your freedom, in our upcoming iMystic workshop. But until then, take care of yourself. All of our blessings.